You are listening to the Indie Game Development Podcast Show. Visit www.indiegamepod.com for more podcasts. This interview is inspired by a quick meetup at the Austin Game Developers Conference. I'm here at the Austin GDC, and with me is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Kane Shin. I'm the lead designer and combat programmer for Mushroom Men on the Nintendo Wii. And what inspired you to develop something for the DS or Wii? Um, Honestly, we saw a huge gaping void in the market on the Wii in terms of of platformers that actually combine combat like a true combat platformer hybrid and so we wanted to um, see if we could set out to do something interesting and make use of the really talented artists at Redfly. Redfly is an art dominant studio so it was started by two very established artists and they wanted to kind of use that strength to develop on on the Wii and and kind of make use of that. So Mushroom Man um, at its very heart and soul is a game about enjoying the art um, but nothing else took a back seat like there was there was design involved and a lot of good coding practices too but most people don't see that they see the art so the first thing they'll see about the game is you know screenshots and stuff and I think um, we've done a decent job with that we also put a lot of work into the design of the game in various aspects and um, were there any different challenges for developing for the Wii compared to another platform Yes, um, the controller on the Wii is very unique. It has less buttons than the Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3, and um, it has the whole gesture system. Originally, the design for the combat system in Mushroom Man involved doing one-to-one accurate gestures. So if you did an overhead smash, your character would overhead smash. If you did a thrust, your character would thrust, or a sideways smash, your character would do that. It didn't quite work out the way that we wanted it to because of technological limitations and how sensitive the Wiimote can sense like the the forces of acceleration in the XYZ direction of the Wiimote. So because of that, we ended up having to simplify the control scheme and we still have the concept of overhead, sideways, and thrust, but we kind of move that out into the choice of weapon that you select, so there's still some sort of, some sense of agency in how you attack, but it's it's pre-selected by the weapon that you choose to attack with, as opposed to how you attack with your arm. Now, was there ever a consideration of developing for the PC or the web instead of the Wii, or was console definitely what you guys were going to do? I would say that we were pretty set on doing the console. The design of Mushroom Man um, had the motion controller in mind from the very start. And the way that we've implemented a lot of the features and a lot of the things that the player does in the game can only be done with the Wii and its unique type of controller. Or, you know, if something else came out with a similar controller, I'm sure that would map too. But um, dual analog stick or mouse and keyboard would not quite accomplish the same sort of feel that you would get with the Wii controller. And what were the top three design challenges that you faced as you were designing this game? Um, Some of the either gameplay mechanics issues that you ran into or something else? Um, I would say the number one design challenge for me personally was making combat interesting. Uh, The problem with a lot of platform combat is it's kind of anemic in nature. You just walk to the character that you're trying to hit and you do your thing until that character dies over and over and over again. 
and that gets kind of boring. So for us, um, number one challenge was combat, and we tried to make it really um, spread out in terms of the kinds of things that you do. So motions involved in combat include swinging your Wiimote, which is the standard thing, but also pointing, also pointing and dragging and picking something up, and then like throwing it. So you're looking at the environment, you're constantly on the watch for things that you can use to make fights go faster. If you don't use any of those features, then you'll probably die a lot and combat would last a long time. So you're encouraged to use those features. Um, so that was, that was one thing. I guess the other challenge was just basically getting the player direction together in time to get everything working. Um, and player direction was, it's a big part of the game. And a lot of the levels tend to have so much complexity involved in how you move and what you can do to them and, and how you're supposed to move forward and, and how to do things. So um, that was really hard. It required a lot of stepping back and going, okay, what would I do if I had never seen this before? And so player direction was definitely a, a strong component of our design. And I guess the third thing was boss fights. Surprisingly enough, the boss fights were different from the rest. We didn't just want a boss to be a regular guy with 10 times more hit points. We wanted them to feel special and unique without taking you too far out of the game. So they had to complement the combat abilities that you already had and that you've learned and kind of use them in new, unique ways that you don't get to use in the rest of the game. So like each boss is different and coming up with a way to fight each boss with the way that the camera supported the fight and all of that was um, def it was a pretty tough challenge for us and I think we pulled it off. And what would you say are the top three challenges for designing for the Wii itself? Understand the hardware. The controller might not be what you think it is, and even if it is what you think it is, human beings are inaccurate creatures by nature, so you kind of have to support that. They're not perfect at aiming. They're not perfect at doing the same hand gesture every single time. So um, design it around the human interface with the hardware. Um, I guess the other challenge with the Wii is if you're used to the technology limits that are set by the 360 or PlayStation 3, you're going to be in for a disappointment. The Wii doesn't have shader programming, so you have to do water differently. Um, you don't have pixel or vertex shaders. You, you have a fixed function pipeline. So that's that's something that you know you, you basically fall back to is, is you fall back to X1, Xbox One style or PlayStation 2 style development where it was made during the fixed function pipeline days. And So things like Bloom and stuff, you can get on the Wii, but you have to do them very differently, and it's 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 very special how that's done. No, is there any motivation to develop for the Wii compared to say PS3 or Xbox 360? Um, yeah, the Wii definitely has the type of controller upon which you can make games that are unique to the Wii, and. If you do it right, then you'll definitely fill in a void that needs to be filled in on the Wii, I think. Um, also, it has... I don't know how to say this quite, but... There's a lot of room for improvement on the Wii. I'll just say that flat out. There's there's a lot of room for improvement on the games that are out on the Wii. Um, a niche to be carved. And I think that that there's a lot of 
folks that are trying to move in on that and, and carve, it, carve that niche within the space of the Wii. As far as development goes, it's cheaper. Um, that's one thing, and that's the reason a lot of people go into it. Unfortunately, they go into that you know, with getting your money's worth from that cost, which is too bad. And in terms of development process, uh, did you do anything different uh, when you had to develop for the Wii? Um, did you just follow the traditional or the model of first prototyping and then iterating, or was there anything different that you had to do? There was a lot of iteration involved. We we did prototyping iteration, especially with the control scheme. It was um, really, really important that the controls felt right. There's not any established standard on the Wii just yet with the way that you move around in 3D platformers, and especially with the, the camera control in a 3D world, with the Wii mode having as few buttons as it does. You kind of have to work some things out. Like, for example, we initially experimented with not having a waggle combat interface and just having a button combat interface, but then um, you couldn't do other things because that button was taking up space. And so we decided to you know, allow you to like block and roll on separate buttons instead of on the same button, and that way um, you would do waggle. And most people don't mind the waggle because, well, it's a, it's a very strategic style of play. It's not just like mash until they die kind of gameplay. So when you do your next game for the Wii, what are three things you're going to change? Um, to make the process go smoother or better or differently? Well, everyone always says communication, as cliche as that is. I would say that that's definitely one thing that we can improve on. Um, we can always improve on it, and it's never going to be good enough. It's always going to be a work in progress. Communicating between the artists, the programmers, designers, getting them all in on the same page and getting them to buy into the same vision. Um, that's really important. And I guess other things that we would do differently is a lot more iteration. Um, we were sort of short-staffed on the development of Mushroom Men, and so we didn't really have time to take a look back and focus on what we had, because we were constantly implementing features and stuff. And if we could do it again, we would probably have more of the step back, take a look, evaluate, and just stronger iteration cycles than we had before. We were doing iteration, but I think we could do more of that. And where can people find this if they want to play it? In your house. No, um, this is going to be on store shelves in November of this year, hopefully. So you'll be able to find it at your local store. And was that just getting it into retail shops? Was that just a whole project in and by itself? Or was it? Is it easy still to do that? Um, it was intended for the retail shops from the start, so before the project started, um, that was the goal. And then early in development, I believe that our publisher and the studio CEO kind of took care of that for us, so we didn't have to worry about it. We just knew that it was going to happen, that it was going to end up on retail shops. And is there a website that people can visit to check it out? Mushroommen.com. There's also redflystudio.com if you want to check out the studio. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cool.